Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hey guys, it's me, Alexa, coming at you from the editing bay. We have for you today another Patreon-exclusive clip of an interview that we did two years ago now. It's really hard to believe. Um, A Patreon-exclusive interview we did with the man himself, Jesus Christ. Um, And this was actually quite a long interview. It's about an hour long, um, and it was just full of questions. I've only included here for this episode about 20 minutes. Um, So if you would like to listen to the rest of the episode, you can. All you have to do is be our patron. Um, Sign up for our Patreon at any level. You can sign up for just $5 or you can sign up at $20 and get in on the ARC9 combos every month um, or higher up to you. But our Patreon is patreon.com slash podcast. And um, I do remember that the questions just kept getting better and better as it went on. So um, a couple things, though, before I let you listen to this. I want to clarify some things to give you context for this. So number one, um, I cut out a little piece in in the beginning where Ambie and I were talking about how – or actually I was talking about how I had just recently – activated my intuition. And I remember this time in my life vividly because it was the moment that I decided I'm done relying on my intuitive friends. I am going to see if I am intuitive once and for all. And I spent about a week like having psychic play dates with other intuitives and practicing. And like three days into that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. So I, in this interview, was explaining in a part that I cut out, that I had just gone through that and that for this interview, Ambie and I were going to both feel into things, which was new for us. We had never done that before. And we haven't really done it that much since. Like sometimes I'll chime in, you know, when I feel things. But it was funny listening to this because Ambie's like, okay, this is what I got. What did you get? And you can tell I'm like still a bit unsure of myself and kind of nervous and like, oh God, like I don't have as much as – like I can just tell that in myself. Like I'm hesitating. And then she's like noticing them hesitating. So the next question, she's like, okay, why don't you go first this time? (laughs) And I was just laughing. I was just laughing because it's like, wow, that 
that wasn't that long ago, but I mean, it's two years ago, but it feels so far from where I am now where I feel much more confident in my intuition and um, it was just, I don't know, funny to see. Um, so that's one if you keep, if you wonder why Ambie keeps asking me what I think, that's why. Um, the other thing I want to clarify is there's this part in the clip, in, in this podcast episode clip that you're going to hear where we were talking about something came up about putting people into boxes and Jesus was like, well, society just wants to put people in boxes. And I, and we were talking about sexuality too. And then I was saying something about like, oh, okay. Is that why like all of these people are coming out and identifying as, you know, non-binary and um, changing their pronouns and da 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 because it's just like – and then I said because it's just like stop. And what it sounds like I'm saying is like that I'm telling those people to stop. And listening back, Ambie kind of gets like weird after I say that and she's like, uh, let me – well, I don't think it's so much about stop. It's It's about like do what makes you happy. And in listening back to it, I can tell that I'm like, yeah, like I don't understand like how I've miscommunicated. I'm just like, yeah, totally. Do what makes you happy. Um, But listening back to it, I'm like, ooh, that doesn't – that sounds like I'm telling them to stop doing that and I – that could be the first – that is the furthest thing from how I feel, Um, you know. So I just – you know, we're listening back to stuff. I'm seeing how things have come across. I'm just trying to clarify here. I am very pro um, however you choose to identify 100%. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I need to clear up? Mm, I don't think so. Um, if you like this, like I said, you can get it the, the full thing on Patreon and you can actually watch the YouTube video on Patreon. Um, we also have our interview with Einstein on Patreon, and that's the only place it is. And you can also get that interview when you sign up for the Patreon. So if you like this and you haven't heard the Einstein one, you can go over and check that out too. Okay, without further ado, I present Jesus. Okay, so thank you for vamping. Are we ready to talk to Jesus? We're ready. Did you tell everybody what we're going to do today? Yeah. How it's going to be different? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So do you want to open up with me? Sure. You already ready? Are you already open? No, I'm not already open. I'll open. Okay. Ambi, how do you call uh, your people in? You just start saying so their name. I usually say if we're talking to a person, I will say, um, please allow this person's aunt to come forward. Right. And then I say their name. But if we're talking to a celebrity, I will say, please allow Jesus Christ to come forward. Okay. So cool. this is a first. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Um, honestly, what I hear is, why have you never connected to me before? I know. I apologize. I've tried, Jesus. I haven't. Um, I do see the quintessential, like, Jesus figure in front of me in my mind's eye. Do you see anyone in front of you? So first of all, they don't present in front of me. They present over here. Um, Hold on. Jesus. I see this. 
Yeah, that's what I see too. Like just standing there with his hands out in white. It feels like, how can I serve you? Yeah, how can I help? Here I am. Mm. (sighs) Okay, do we have questions for Jesus? We have many questions. So if you're watching live and you want to type in questions, you can in the chat, but we have lots of questions that were written in ahead of time. So the first one I see is from Richard. Oh, Ricky. Ricky Perez says, great master. (laughs) This question is in regards to the one known in earth history as Didymos Judas Thomas. Who exactly was he and what kind of roles did he play as your student? Okay, that's before you said student. That's exactly what I got is him telling me um, that he is a student and see like a child and like watching him grow up, like Jesus watching him grow up. Now that could represent something else. That could represent that he felt like he mentored him. Um, But I feel like he passed down a lot of information from Jesus. What do you get, Alexa? Sorry, this student took... It, Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. Yeah, like Jesus was teaching him a lot of his ways, I guess. Okay. What kind of roles did he play as your student? Is he writing? Like a scribe? I would ask. So when you have questions, when you get answers, you don't understand the question or the mm-hmm. answer. Ask the person that's passed. Say, can you show me something else? Or say, um, does that mean, so I would take this as, does that mean he's taking notes or receiving information? Mm, okay. It's interesting. I receive my, I'm like learning how I receive my information and it's just a feel, it's just a feeling. Like I'll get a symbol and then I'll ask a question and it just, it just shows me it again and I get the feeling of, mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, hold, okay. So hold on, Ricky. Okay, so Ricky also says, why was he known as, quote, the twin? And is it true that you were initiated as an adept in the temples of Egypt? Who was initiated? Him? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Jesus went like that. Like me. Me. I'm like, okay. Not me. It's not about me, Jesus. Cool. Um, oh, I can physically see him. So see if you can see an outline of a person, Alexa. With your physical physical eyes. eyes? Yeah, it's okay. It's just like an outline of a person. I don't know. Okay. Sometimes they're not the exact height or dimensions as like regular people. Just a heads up on that. Okay. So anyway, sorry. Back to the question. Oh, okay. So he's showing me that he's replicating himself because as he said, there is no one. I'm so sorry if you guys can hear this. There is no one that's better or worse than I. It's, and he's showing me multiple, like a, a carbon copy of him. Instead of me having the information, it's all having the information. Mm, I like that. And is it true he was initiated as an adept in the temples of Egypt? I see him in a temple. Um, but the time frame doesn't match up, right? Like the... There's something different that's not adding up here. It feels like Jesus almost passed away or this is after his death because it feels like he's not physically present or that he's some kind of God. It doesn't feel like he's a physical human being there. Mm. What do you get? 
it's it's tripping me out because I'm not sure if I'm pick, I'm just like seeing what you describe and then I um but yeah I kind of see him floating. Um okay. Let's go to this question because this I like this. Lindsay Parker says, what does he think about the Bible and current Christianity? Ooh, I like that question. That's a good one. Do you want to go first and then you could say what you are feeling and seeing and hearing? Okay. So I feel him, he's still, he's so Jesus about it. (laughs) He's like, my message, it, it feels like he's saying his message is, has always been the same. His message is still out there. There are people, yes, that are uh, can take the message and twist it a little bit. And that is creating, of course, some offshoots, right? And kind of, of course, it can be perceived as negative, but he feels so positive about it. And what I mean by that is like, he just feels like, it just feels like it's all he feels like it's all okay. That's, that's my general feeling is that he just feels like it's all okay. It's yes. People are misinterpreting his message, but it's kind of like, he's, he's not trying to control that. What do you get? So I got the, something very, very similar, especially with his Jesus, like qualities of being everything's okay. I got more that the information is within you. And you don't have to push or present that information to other people or push it on other people. And the other thing was the same thing you got was that humanity is fine. It's going to be okay. It'll always be okay. That's crazy. As you were saying that, the hearing in my left ear just went out. Like it That just- happens to me sometimes. Yeah. That's that cool. means that what I've determined, and maybe yours is different, but what I've determined is when that happens, I'm supposed to be paying attention to what is being said. Mm. Hmm. No, just more. He doesn't feel as, and I don't mean this to offend anyone or to offend Jesus. Okay. okay. But he doesn't feel as like, um, malefic. Wait, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like a godly as I thought he would feel. He feels very chill. Yeah. Like his energy is way more relaxed than yeah. I really thought it would be. I thought it would be similar to Thoth or yeah. similar to, uh, uh, Mary Magdalene, you should definitely feel into her energy. Um, he but feels, yeah, I thought it would be more like that. But he feel he, it feels like a really he almost feels kind of high, like yeah. a high person. Like he's just like it's all good, man. Or like um, he feel yeah he feels very human, more human than I thought he would feel. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's yeah, approachable. It's yeah, it's nice. It's it's not a daunting excuse me yeah or intimidating that's probably why he why he's like why haven't you talked to me earlier yeah (laughs) you were scared of nothing um carissa says what advice does he have for everyday life i keep hearing just relax just chill yeah treat other people the way you would treat other the way you would treat yourself he said um remember what was written the original the original and he's showing me like a tablet like like writing it down like treat other people the way you want to be treated be kind just be kind 
Mm, are the tablets like the um, Ten Commandments? Or were the Ten Commandments like... That was Moses, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the other uh, question. It's like, it, it just really feels like don't worry about other people. Like that's almost what causes all the controversy that you're all upset about. Like tune in here. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about this actually this this week this weekend about how like in 3D... I think the reason people are so angry and they fight and all this is because they um, they are constantly uh, they believe that in order for them to feel safe or get what they need, they have to make somebody else do something that somebody else isn't going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why religions clash and all this stuff. But when you come to five D, it's like you start to realize, wait, I don't even I don't even need them to do that. Because what Jesus just said, good information, is you're not playing at the same level anymore. Yeah. You are out of their level. And he's saying that that's why he was able to step back and see things from a different perspective because it's not the same game anymore. It's not the same level. Mm. You know who Jesus is? That why like? he went I'm away. so sorry. Is that why he went away? When he went away, is that what allowed him to come to this level? He separated from everybody? Um, he's showing me, like, like physically working really hard. And um, reflection. I feel like that's that has helped him. But also, um, that's a, a reason why he went away. Okay. But... I was going to say, have you guys seen, what's it called, that movie where the guy's name is like the dude, they call him the dude? The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Yes. That's who Jesus feels like. I'm so sorry if that's like offensive to anybody. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Super like, chill. Yeah. Like. Like, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, how does he present to you, like, looks-wise? <clears throat> um... He, he's a man. He's not a baby. Um, because that would be weird. He's, um, but like he's in white and he has the very stereotypical beard and he's really tan, rarely dark skin. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, someone posted something recently that like you know, historians somehow put together like a picture of what Jesus actually looked like, like a 3D rendering, like using Photoshop or whatever. And he was extremely, like he almost looked Arab and mm-hmm. had very dark, like, yeah, yeah very he has dark. dark features. I don't know where the other, like this stereotypical version of uh, like a lighter skinned Jesus, but that's not the Jesus I see. Well, so. where do you think that came from? I know where that came from. I'm just, I was being <laughs> facetious when I said that. Just make everything white. <laughs> That's where that came from. Um, okay. Ricky says, one more great master. Have you, as of yet, transmitted any information through my vessel into some of the stories I've been working on? I already have the information. What do you get, Alexa? It feels like, of course. Do you get anything else? I just see him by his side while he's writing. That's all I see. I see um, artwork. Paint. It looks like painting. Um, 
Not to say that the information that I get is more or less true than the information that Alexa gets. But Ricky, if you have any works that are painted or if you, again, I'm so sorry about this water situation. If you have any works that are talking about an artist, that's what I see. Wait, if he has any work that's talking about an artist? Yeah. Any like stories? stories about artists? Mm-hmm. Oh, then that's Jesus. Yeah. That, that's the one Jesus is working on? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that's Jesus the one. is working on. Not the others. Just that one. Awesome. Love that. Um, I thought you meant like Ricky was going to start painting or something. Okay. Kat says, how do you embody – sacred masculinity so beautifully and what can you share with us about embracing our sexuality in ways that honor our bodies oh oh shit do you want to go first do you want me to go i didn't even tune in oh okay okay um so what i saw was someone washing his feet and i asked i wanted to know who it was what's going on why are you showing me this what's happening and what he said is like my questions were irrelevant. What he said was no one is beneath you. Hmm. And that's important to remember in your sexuality. Often we, he keeps saying we, we operate from a standpoint of I need to do this to meet this person at this level, or there's somehow a competition happening of who's better than who when Hmm. it comes to sexuality and that is not it. Once you're comfortable enough knowing that it's a level playing field, no one is above anyone or below anyone, you're comfortable with yourself. Oh, wow. Okay. So to clarify, is this talking about <clears throat> competing or like the, when you're, when you were sharing about kind of like competing or that competing energy or is that talking about, for example, like I'm a woman and when I go out, like there's other women that have this like more sexual energy or are you talk like that I'm competing with for a man? Or are you talking about competing with your partner? He said, anytime you're competing with another, you are not embodied. You are not worried about self. It's always coming back to center. It's always understanding that you are most important and you are God. Mm. That is how you connect to your sexuality, your sacred sexuality. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I've gotten a lot of um, information recently about, or just like been able to reflect back on my life a lot recently how my whole childhood I was like ensnared in this kind of like um, in my whole adolescent and growing up, I was just obsessed with like finding someone to validate me and through sexuality usually. Um, And that just, and I've had so many downloads recently of like to kind of go back and and visualize me validating me, me choosing me. Mm-hmm. All those times I was trying to get guys to choose me so that I could feel better, like mm-hmm. instead putting in place me. Mm-hmm. And I felt the power of that. Like I felt like how much that would affect my life if I was always most concerned with choosing me and satisfying me uh, and approving of me, right? So I just felt like that 
I, I like what was said because it, it, it's pointing to that. Awesome. Anything else about uh, sacred masculinity? Because she asked how masculinity. do you Masculinity. That's right. So what he said, um, with the information that I got was having this balance between masculine and feminine. And then I said, right, that's the question. What do you got? Mm -hmm. And um, he said, well, what traits or attributes are considered masculine and what attributes are considered feminine? And then he laughed and he said, we were so obsessed with putting everything in boxes, putting everything in its right place. What if there are no attributes that are more masculine or more feminine? Mm. Mm-hmm. So it feels like accessing all qualities, like if you're masculine, being able to access I, what I saw of when I your highest in, divinity. Sorry, go ahead. Say what you just said. Of your highest divinity. Okay. And when I tuned in real quick, I just saw open. I just saw opening your heart, living from your heart. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like men live a lot in their head. Um, but I mean, any human like live from your heart, right? Well, that's what, that's what he was showing me too, is like, okay, being in the head is considered more masculine, right? Right. And then he said, but which attributes, why are they considered masculine or feminine? Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Because we want, we're so obsessed as humans with putting things in categories and boxes. Right. And he said, why? Right. Is that what, what does he think of? Is that why, because that just made me think of all of these gender fluid, um, LBGTQ plus all of the non-binary, everything like this coming to show us that is like, stop. <laughs> because nothing really goes in a box and like, is that what? Um, is it more, st- uh, what, I feel like it's more of with with people that identify as non-binary, right? I feel like it's a more of not stop, but more of like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You do what makes you happy. Hmm. And if what makes you happy is wearing feminine clothes and having a masculine haircut and, or wearing masculine clothes and wearing makeup, then, you know, you do that. However you want to present yourself, be kind. Hmm. Beautiful. Uh, Kat also says, can you offer any tools for human beings currently experiencing their own versions of a crucifixion? Okay. I need to write that down because here's what I got. You don't have to endure suffering. There is no suffering to endure. And then I see him sitting back and smiling as he's being crucified. And I'm thinking like, what? And then I asked, well, you heard my question. And then he said, then that is their choice. They can smile or they can suffer. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, you always choose your how you experience. You can enjoy it, or you can you can have the best time or the worst time. 
And it doesn't mean that it's painless, is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean the flesh won't bleed. It's interesting. Or the heart won't break. But it's about, and he's standing like tall and proud and smiling. Hmm. Okay, we're cutting it off there. Again, if you want to listen to the rest of this, which there are 40 more minutes of, hard to believe, uh, go over to patreon.com slash podcast and sign up at any tier and you will see the categories of posts at the top. You can click on celebrity afterlife interviews and you'll see the Jesus interview as well as the Einstein interview. Until next time, keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.